Hey friend, I'm Lorelai, COO of The Unruly Entrepreneur, and today we're bringing you an extra special episode going behind closed doors and sharing a clip from an unruly team meeting where Andrea shared an experience from a retreat she went on and aligning us to our new sophistication 2024 era. We hope you enjoy. December 25th, 2018. It was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, reaping fans, money, assets, and yet I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money the kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19, I felt stuck, like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things, all the things that promised me freedom, and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job, and... I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the unruly entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. Okay, so this weekend was like holy honey healing (laughs) for Mm. me. Wasn't ready for sure. And it's so interesting because I had this realization that outside of a few Instagram posts, I had never consumed a piece of Kate's content ever. I've never purchased a program. I've never listened to a podcast. I've seen a few Instagram posts and I've known of her and I've only heard wonderful things about her since I, I'm going to say, I don't know, 20 2012 or 2013. I'm thinking it was like 2013. So when I got the like resounding yes, at first I was like, I just drank my coffee. So let me make sure this isn't a caffeine high yes. (laughs) And I told Caitlin, who was the one who invited me to the event, I was like, let me make sure that I'm in an emotionally neutral place and I'll get back to you. And it was still a yes. And I was thinking like, oh, it's going to be like the past retreat. I'm going to go. I'm probably going to meet some people. I'm going to network. I didn't realize like how much, number one, what was going to like, just some things were opened up for me pre-retreat. So we sat in a circle when we first got there and we talked about the intention of the retreat and the intention was all around being a conduit. And again, I didn't even read the sales page, you guys. I just sent it to Nicole and I was like, sign me up for this. People were like, what is this? what is this retreat about? And I'm like, I leave. I really don't know. And Kate opened up this really beautiful circle with 
a conversation about how she had gone to the Taylor Swift concert. And it was just like so funny how much Taylor Swift was like weaved into. She's I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan. Like I'd only just become a fan when I went to her concert this summer, really. And I was like, this feels relevant. (laughs) Like (laughs) I wasn't a Kate fan until I went to this event. And she said what she saw at this concert was there was a moment in between songs where the crowd would not die down and they just kept like celebrating Taylor and Taylor just stood on the stage and she just received all of it. And Kate thought, what must it be like to be such a conduit for And she said, really, what the perception that she was getting was really a conduit for God and or the universe or like whatever resonates. And she because she's like, the only way (laughs) to be a Taylor Swift is truly to be like that level of a gift for humanity. And like she heals people through her seasons. And what came through for me was the next level of the unruly brand needs to go through, not needs to, but has opportunity to go through what I'm calling a season of sophistication. And I love that word because I feel like we have done such a beautiful job at throwing spaghetti at the wall in the most celebratory way and seeing what stuck And we've learned so much and we didn't let the unknowing, the the lack of skill, the uncertainty, all of it was opportunity for us. And we played hard through it. And it's like one of, I feel like the things that I'm so proud of us, like all of us, like certainly that was not just me. Like you guys really brought all of your energy to the table and it was through our energy and our season of celebration that brought us into now we have this opportunity for a season of sophistication. That doesn't mean the celebration goes anywhere. It means it comes with. And now there's this opportunity to refine. And Kate said something to me when I was talking to her about Amore Money. I said, I wrote this book and here's what's coming up and what's been your like editing experience. And I was thinking maybe it was a little bit, maybe like my Virgo was coming out and I was feeling a little perfectionist because I'm like, I don't think one or two rounds of edits is going to be enough. I think that there's still some more that needs to go into this book. I think this, me getting it into the manuscript was what I needed to do first. And then I think that going through the conversations with the Amori students needed to happen next. And then even learning like where the holes may be or where the gaps may be in order to make sure it's like this really complete body of work to be a great book. Um, She said that she typically goes through five, six rounds of edits. And I was like, I knew that in my soul, but I thought I was just being like a whiny perfectionist. But in this one case, she looks at me and she goes, refinement brings out the divine gold. And I was like, ah, that just filled my whole heart and resonated so deeply because that's what I feel like the season of sophistication for us represents. It represents refinement and refinement brings out divine gold. And I think 2024 
is divine gold. All of it. I'm going to tell you guys some of the takeaways that I felt most poignant and relevant to everyone. Well, I'm going to tell you guys probably like all of them, but I'm going to stick with the first few <laughs> and then I'll have Lorelai stop recording because some of them are just like little bullet point tasks. But in terms of like more like the hierarchy vision, one of the first things that came through was she is friends with the author of Mary Magdalene Revealed, which is a really famous book. And the author's name is Megan Watterson. She is a channel for bringing truth to like what God's word really means and also still lives in the world that we live in. And one of the things that she said that I really resonated to the point where I could have cried and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't met I haven't met someone like you in a really long time. She was like the pre-context to this. I can't even remember. Oh yeah. She was talking about how somebody that she respects, like super famous person, like somebody that she respects with like her whole heart and soul and like being able to be in this person's world meant so much to her. And this person reached out to her and asked her to do something either with her or for her. And she didn't give too many details about what the ask was, but she knew right away that it was a no. And she said, when you think you should say yes, and you really want to say yes, and you can't, you search for the cracks. Where's the cracks of maybe if I just dip over here, like I can get a no. <laughs> and I think we all know what that feels like of when something is not a holy hell. Yes, it is a holy hell. No. And then we try so hard to negotiate with the holy. <laughs> and, and she said that for her, it doesn't matter, no matter what, no matter who she has to say yes to or who she has to say no to, she cannot break the code of going one way or, or another. She said, exactly. She said, I will never betray that voice. And I feel like that is what we stand for. That is what not a penny over pressure, only pleasure actually really stands for underneath all of it. It's I will never betray the voice of my soul, not for fear, not for money, not for acceptance, not to avoid conflict, not for anything. And I feel like bringing into us in this season of sophistication is also an energy of boldness, maybe unlike we've ever had before. And I think we're pretty bold. <laughs> I think we really go against what most people are talking about, how most people believe, how most people think. I've I think that we've held a posture of boldness, but I think like 2024 is going to be like... I see us almost all lined up against each other's backs. There was another analogy from one of the, we did this cool little walk around the property to see like how they go grow and create their own food. And this one girl came in and she did a, she did forest bathing. And I was like, are we all getting naked together? <laughs> so there's a river out there. I'm not getting naked in the river with the alligators guys. <laughs> no, we didn't, but this, every single person who worked on that property was like truly in their gift, like in their absolute pure essence and zone. And you could tell by like the texture in their voice. It was like, it was the most 
like the purity of the voice and everything that they said, they fully meant and believed it. And one of the things that one of the women said was that one tree is self-sustaining, but a forest represents wholeness. And that's how I see each of us is we are the forest and we represent wholeness of this mission of not a penny over like the pleasure over pressure movement only <laughs> back to wood only <laughs> we do have a lot of <laughs> hardwood <laughs> metaphors that have been like coming through lately. <laughs> But yeah, like even we were talking about like freak today and like a lot of the essences that are in like the sense, like there's like the Palo Santo and there's a lot of hardwood that surrounds us. But what I see for us is we are like, we're all of us represent the forest and there is a wholeness that is created with each of our contributions. And so the next thing that came through was Kate started talking about like the concept of bees and who doesn't, who doesn't have a good metaphor as we're doing our little walk around the property. I was like, Oh, this is why I resonate so much with Kate is she's now, as you guys learn, I want you to listen for the metaphors. And I was just like, you're so my person. I do even know. Like, why did I, why could I not be around you until now? <laughs> But she said towards the end, she said, the queen bee is only there to lay the eggs. If the queen stops laying her eggs, they have to get a new queen. If she is not able to do her role, she needs to be replaced because the hive's survival depends on her doing her role. Everything collapses if she tries to be the worker bee. And she said, what is your role as queen bee? And how it was spoke to us was as if there's only one. And I actually don't agree with that. I think that we are all queen bees in that each person, if you do not stay within your role, whatever the role may be, then the hive, the, the entire hive, the colony is at risk. Right. And so as we go into this season of sophistication, one of the more practical takeaways that I got was it's time for me to step back and make sure everyone's job description is so crystal clear and that everyone has a target. Like, where am I going? She without vision shall perish. Right. So showing up and doing a job every day, eventually, as we know, we do this for so long, we can lose a little bit of the honey that just really nourishes and soothes our heart when it becomes a job, right? But when we have vision, when we know where we're going, there's this element of excitement, anticipation and growth and stretching and edging. We love that word. (laughs) So much edging. And so I know that I can do a better job making sure that you guys have not just clear vision on where we're going as a company, but clear vision individually so that you can stay as the queen bee in your respective role. And so that you know exactly what it means for you to be able to lay your eggs so that the colony not just survives, but like we want not just even thriving, but we want remarkability. That's my other word for myself and like my standard for life. 
my expectation for myself, my expectation for you guys, my expectation for anybody who's in relationship with me is if you're not down for remarkable, (laughs) not just great, not just thriving, but fucking remarkable, almost otherworldly, almost unearthly. (laughs) Like (laughs) if you're not available for that, if you're not available to constantly rise into that, to choose that, to demand that, to hold the standard for that, then you're not in the essence of what this company stands for. And that's not problematic. And I'm not thinking that anybody in this team currently isn't here for that. I'm thinking all of you guys are. In fact, I know that for sure within my whole soul. I don't doubt that for a second. I know every single person is like here for the standard of remarkable. But we have the opportunity to ask each other as we go into this next season is, are we holding that standard for remarkable? And so a couple of the questions that Caitlin asked of me, so Caitlin, if you guys don't know who Caitlin is, she's my wealth manager and she's the one who invited me to go to this event. And so she worked really close with me on like my vision for not just my finances, but she's really wrapped up into all of it. My vision for legacy for my children, my vision for the brand, my vision for you guys, what all of that looks like. She is like the top of the line, like remarkable. She's just remarkable. And I anticipate that each of you guys will have a personal experience with her at some point. And you guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. But she had said one of the things that she's doing in her company is that she is asking herself and then the person, what does a great person in their role do? And then the next question is, what does a great person in the next level of their role do? And that was the, the little nuance that I was just like, "Ah, that's the remarkable piece is we know what our next level within our role looks like. And then how do we move towards that together? Communication is going to have to be a remarkable experience for all of us. For us to inquire when we don't understand, for us to be clear and know what our role is and own the fuck out of it and say, hey, in order for me to get my job done, I still need this from this person and we don't wait for someone to come to us. We go to them. We seek and we own as Queen Bee this area of of the business. It's ours. We take full ownership over it and we know what it takes for it to be remark. We know what it takes for it to be great. And then we also know where we're going to make it remarkable. And of course, there's always another level and remarkable doesn't just mean in performance and like what that looks like on the other side, but it also means in personal experience. And you guys know that part means more to me than anything because the personal experience will dictate what's on the other side of that anyway. Like the money is the byproduct always. And we've just proven that every fucking time we've made a move in business, (laughs) every fucking time we've made a move, we've proven that because we've never made a move from looking at the outcome. We've always made it from like personal experience, but having vision of where we're going is that piece and is that piece of like our season of sophistication, clearer and clearer and clearer. So what can that possibly look like besides better team communication, clear like KPIs for everybody, clear job descriptions. There's also going to be an opportunity for us to sit back maybe like once every quarter and ask ourselves, what else can we automate? What else can we delegate? And what else can we eliminate? Because 
for us, like we run a really lean business and yes, of course, like the team is going to grow. And I think Caitlin said something to me on the way home. She's people keep trying to tell me that my, my company should be thinking in terms of scale. And she's like, I don't want that. I want a boutique brand. And the word boutique has always meant unique and special to me. I love a boutique. Um, I love a boutique hotel. I love a boutique experience in when I shop. I like it because why? There is a special story behind every boutique brand that I personally have experienced. And that is how we transform people. Our secret sauce, when I sat back and I asked myself, if my job is to be queen bee, what is the thing that that I am best at that I need to do or it compromises the hive and that's speak? I am a storyteller. It's everywhere in my chart. It's been reflected to me since early on in business before, like even when I was a network marketer, like I am a storyteller. And I've been depleted and I've been like having a hard time getting the stories out. And that was such a big like karmic piece, like Polina reaching out, basically saying, I'm going to tell you about what I'm going to tell you why you're about to hire me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think I actually am going to hire. <laughs> Dang. That was, that was the boldness <laughs> that I spoke of Polina. You brought in your full essence. You brought in boldness. You brought in like a sophisticated energy with it. Like all of that was wrapped up. Like there was refinement in it. It really, like you truly are a really perfect example of like all of the experiences that we have the opportunity to create in 2024 and also like experiences to say yes or no to. Like you set a standard. <laughs> if it's not pulling in a level, it's a no for us. But for me, because now you're part of the team, even when I wasn't creating content, I was always thinking about it. I'm like, I want to, I need to, it's important to me. And even if it didn't get done because I had too many things that I was already committed to or too many responses still needed from me, like it was constantly taking reserves of energy. And now all of a sudden you're on top of it and I'm like, I'm interrupting your feed. <laughs> I'm about to post in the middle of this shit because <laughs> I have all this energy back. So sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but for me, like anything that is not, there's going to be things that like, there's going to be times where I need to speak, but it's going to look different. And so now I'm looking at 2024 is like only clients are going to be on Thursday. Only this is going to be on Tuesday, all meetings on Tuesday, all clients on Thursday. And then there's space in between so that when I am learning, when I am responding, when I am receiving intuition and, and inspiration, that I have space and capacity to use it so that I'm not only doing, I'm doing a lot on a one-to-one -one scale with clients or I'm doing a lot on a one-to-few scale with people who are in programs, but then bringing in new people into our world and widening basically our capacity to be able to hold more is going to be dependent on my ability to continue to, to back away, get perspective, and then to use all the information that I've been given to continuously feed podcasts to Joelle 
you can use podcasts for contents. We can use that and we can turn them into emails. But I know that we're at the end of being able to use what we, the resources, we're not at the end, but like we've used a lot of the resources and we've used them really well in terms of growing the company to where it has with a very small audience. And now it's time to widen the aperture of the conduit in order to receive more, in order to hold more, in order for our forest to heal more. Hey friend, this is Lorelai, COO of The Unruly Entrepreneur. If you enjoyed this episode, I really think you'll love learning about Andrea's record-breaking program, The Pleasure Model, which has taken the internet by storm while teaching exactly how to never take another penny from pressure, only pleasure. Head to the show notes for all the info and a special surprise too. And of course, subscribe so you get notifications when new episodes drop and tag Andrea on Instagram at love underscore Andrea Crowder with your thoughts from today's episode. We're so glad you're here.